the tenth day of the month. Note then the kindness and the severity of God, severity toward those who have fallen, but God's kindness toward you, provided you continue in his kindness. Romans 11, verse 22. Today we consider kindness as a fruit of the Spirit. Kindness is one of those virtues we often seek to attain by deciding to do so. I will be more kind this year is a typical New Year's resolution, but it is broken as readily as it is made. For true kindness is a response of the heart, not a resolve of the will. It is the kindness of God toward us that engenders genuine and lasting kindness from us to others. To God's kindness, we react with an enlarged spirit that makes us both more aware of the needs of others and more ready to respond as we have occasion. While we may well examine ourselves by asking what opportunities of kindness we have missed or what occasions for kindness we might yet find, it serves us better to ask, what kindness has God shown to me in forgiving my sin, in providing for my needs, in granting me hope and everlasting life. How can I express my gratitude for this unmerited goodness of God? By this means, we continue in God's kindness. As Paul puts it, rather than trying to institute our own kindness as a personal achievement to be attained by human determination. Opening Prayer Generous God, What goodness you show to us day by day. Your mercies never come to an end. Like manna, they are renewed every morning. Great is your faithfulness. It is from you then that we learn kindness and hospitality. It is to honor and thank you that we extend to others the gifts you bestow upon us. Accept what we offer as a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving and grant that we may continue in your kindness forever. Through Christ, who upon the cross made known most fully the extent of perfect love. Amen. Psalm 100 On your feet now, applaud God. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourselves into his presence. Know this, God is God and God, God. He made us. We didn't make him. We're his people, his well-tended sheep. Enter with the password, thank you. Make yourselves at home, talking praise. Thank him, worship him. For God is sheer beauty, all generous in love, loyal always and ever. From the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verses 1 through 24. Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, has God said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden. The woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat, but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat from it, or touch it, or you will die. The serpent said to the woman, You surely will not die, for God knows that in the days you eat from it your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate, and she gave also to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths.
They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to me with me, she gave me from the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? And the woman said, The, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you more than all the cattle, and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you will go, and dust you will eat all the days of your life, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. To the woman, he said, I will great multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain you will bring forth children, yet your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat from it. Curse is the ground because of you. In toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you will eat bread, till you return to the ground, because from it you are taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And the man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and Eve, and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like of us, knowing good and evil. And now he must stretch out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out and at the east of the garden of Eden, he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword, which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. From the book of Hebrews, second chapter, verses 1 through 10. For this reason, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, so that we not drift away from it. For if the word spoken through angels proved unalterable, and every transgression and disobedience received a just penalty, how will we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? After it was that the first spoken through the Lord, it was confirmed to us by those who heard, God also testifying with them, both by signs and wonders and by various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. For he did not subject to angels the world to come, concerning which we are speaking, but one has testified, saying, What is man that you remember him? Or the son of man that you are concerned about him? You have made him for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, and have appointed him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in subjecting all things to him, he left nothing that is not subject to him. But now we do not yet see all things subjected to him. But we do see him who was made for a little while lower than the angels, namely Jesus, because of the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, so that by the grace of God he might test death for everyone. 
for it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and through whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to perfect the author of their salvation through sufferings. From the Gospel of John, first chapter, verses 19 through 28. This is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent to him priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? And he confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. They asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you, so that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? He said, I am a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As Isaiah the prophet said, now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him and said to him, Why then are you baptizing, if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptized in water, but among you stands one whom you do not know. It is he who comes after me, the thong of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany, beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. Tuesday's Prayer God, our rock and our salvation, undergird us with your strength, lest we fail because we rely upon ourselves alone. Assist us with your Holy Spirit, that we may abide in your love and trust in your grace. Spread upon us your transforming power. Overpower us with your goodwill and forgiveness, offered to us and to all through Christ our Savior. Amen. enough to need prayer. Dear God, never allow me to think that I have knowledge enough to need no teaching, wisdom enough to need no correction, talents enough to need no grace, goodness enough to need no progress, humility enough to need no repentance, devotion enough to need no improvement, strength sufficient without thy spirit, less standing still, I fall back forevermore. Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life.